Hello and welcome to SEO SES with me, Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Holland and Barrett. And she's as enthusiastic as a puppy, as pure as a pigeon, no, a dove, I mean a dove, and as intelligent as a wise old owl, Sarah McDowell, SEO content executive, also at Holland and Barrett. So SEO SES, where the SEO stands for search engine optimization and SAS stands for special answering service. Yes, we are your special answering service, whether you've ever thought to ask the question or not. Sarah, how are you? <laughs> a pigeon. I know you corrected yourself, but you know, you, you normally say you first what you're thinking. So you actually think of me as a pigeon, which I don't really know slip. how. Huh? It's a Freudian slip. <laughs> it was a <laughs> oh my days anyway great intro well done wunderbar wunderbar um i i'm not too bad how about your fine pigeon yourself <laughs> yes very good thank you feeling slightly christmasy i've just been telling you off, offline how i was accidentally well i was playing with one of my wonderful cats um and he accidentally hurt his paw because I was playing with a little clip, which is daft, but he really likes to bite things that you shouldn't. Um, and yeah, it, and he hurt his paw by accident because I clipped him Aww. with it. I can like, just report him with a hair clip, which was very mean. But he's I had hate... so much love afterwards and he's absolutely fine. Because I've literally, <laughs> I made him let me, like, I didn't make him. I was just like, oh, please let me stroke it and make sure it's okay. I uh, hate it when, um, so when I uh, was with my ex, we had a dog. And at uh, the time, like, obviously I'm very clumsy and there was a, a few times, because she was small, uh, accidentally, like, step on her. You remember Millie, the cute, the cute <laughs> yeah. little Jack Whistle. And, oh, my God, she was such a hardy d- dog. But if you accidentally stepped on her like, and you heard the, like, little squeech, it's like, I'm so sorry. Oh, I think they no. sort of semi-understand as well, don't they? Like, I think they understand that you're sorry because they could sort of look at you like, how dare you? But then sort of, sli- like, slightly wagging the tail, like, yeah I love you. <laughs> um i'm feeling rather festive because we haven't got that long to go and it's um finon my nephew who will soon be a year old which is crazy it's his first christmas <laughs> sorry um so yes um am i allowed before we get into the podcast am i allowed to do a bit of a uh, cross promotion yes why not can are you gonna allow it yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, I would just like our audience to know. Um, I think some of our audience already knows because I've shared it. Um, but I've got another podcast, Hannah. I know. You are so busy, honestly. What what are you gonna do for the third one? <laughs> the third podcast. <laughs> just the inner monologue of Sarah McDowell as she <laughs> goes through life and tries to understand what the hell meaning of life is yeah that sounds good I'll listen to that there you go would you tune in uh no so the podcast is um so we've had her on the podcast before our friend Jess Peace um lovely lady lovely Yorkshire lass as I call her in the first pod but yeah it's called the lipsticks and basically it's your go-to podcast for good honest gay chat so basically the idea is it's just me and Jess um having a good 
conversation about things that are going on in the LGBTQ plus community, basically. So you've listened, haven't you? And you said you 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 said good things. Yes, I have to be honest though, when you started off doing the intro and you were like, with the lovely Yorkshire lass, and I mean like I was listening to it with my husband Dom. I looked at like literally sharply looked up at him like she's not she's not going to and then you stopped there and I was like oh my god she's not I was like she's not doing an intro like we do intros so yeah you almost got bad points for that but everything else was good oh yeah of course I would look yes I know I I know yes I didn't I didn't (laughs) I But yeah, just uh, just quickly, we're on all platforms. So literally, look for the Lipsticks podcast and check us out. Um, yeah, we've only got, we're very new, only one episode so far. Um, so yes, lovely. Um, have you got any promotion to do? Any any promo admin before we get on? Well, I thought what we would do today, because it's so near to Christmas, I thought I want to do a quick fire with you for a change. I know we don't normally do quick fires when it's just us two, but I thought well, this is such a good opportunity. What yes, I, I I I love it. I love right. it. Are you ready then? Go on. Okay. Number one, mistletoe or wine? Wine. Eggnog or wine? Wine. <laughs> Christmas presents or wine? <laughs> Christmas presents. Reindeer or wine? Oh, can I not have? Wine with some reindeer. No, it's not a quick no. uh, I'm going to say reindeer so that I don't sound like an alcoholic here. <laughs> Mince pie or wine? Wine. <laughs> Board games or wine? Oh, no. You can, they go really well together, Hannah. <laughs> um. Uh, see, it's Christmas time, and Christmas isn't Christmas without a board game. So, games, board okay. games, tinsel or wine, <laughs> wine, Christmas lights or wine, wine, being stuffed with food or wine, wine, family time or wine, what? Family time or wine? <laughs> family time. Well done. You got a few that weren't wine. I'm impressed. <laughs> You know when you said that you'd themed the uh, quick fire? Yes. I did not expect you to, yeah, make me out to be a borderline alcoholic there. So <laughs> you're welcome. Hang on. How, so there was t- was there ten questions? Yeah, I think you said three that weren't wine. No, there was more than three. Well, maybe four. I mean, unpopular opinion. Don't really know how I feel about tinsel. Can do without that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Christmas lights are nice and festive. Yeah. Um, I but mean, you can't drink them. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! Right, let's get let's get on. Let's okay. get on before people. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll join AA in the new year. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's not that okay. bad, folks. So today we want to talk about something that is really important, and also hopefully what, what you'll all find um, to be really interesting. Because I think most of us can relate to this. So we wanted to talk about why you're bound to have imposter syndrome as an SEO. But it's also a semi-rant about imposter syndrome. So it's one of those, a bit like a bit like our first podcast, where I think when we were, when we sort of both looked at this, there's so much that we can be very passionate about. So we'll try not to get angry. Um, 
or annoyed, but I think it's, uh, yeah, I think this will be a good one. Yeah, I think it'll be very therapeutic and hopefully a good one uh, for those of our audience who at times, yeah, because um like, like I said it, it's imposter syndrome is not a nice feeling no matter what industry you're in so I hope yeah we sort of hope that after listening to this you sort of know that like we all have these feelings and it's perfectly fine to have these feelings but also like how yeah like how we can all sort, sort of support each other and we're all in the same boat in the same festive sleigh boat thing okay <laughs> <laughs> so so to kick things off then um I suppose a good place to start is what when do you class yourself as an as an SEO or an SEO professional do you even class yourself as one um is there a point in time where it clicks and you can say you are like do you get I don't know yeah you you do so so many years or you have so much experience and you get your little SEO badge joking you don't get an SEO badge um <laughs> or do you class yourself one once you once it's in your job title yeah um so I don't know what are your thoughts on this Han yeah I think again this is another uh, this is well this is a really good example first example of, of why you might have imposter syndrome because even if you've got SEO in your job title and you but you're still learning things or you've you've not tried everything it can you can feel like well maybe I'm not that great an SEO maybe yeah. I'm not an SEO yet um but then maybe you think that actually sort of higher levels up feel differently but at the end of the day none of us have ever done absolutely everything unless you literally can see into Google's AI um you're never going to know everything for most things so I feel like I personally feel like you should class yourself as an SEO if you do SEO in some form. Yeah, and even if if that is that you um like so as part of your role you you're you do some elements of SEO or you find SEO interesting or do you know what, what I mean or you take an interest yeah, in it. Absolutely. Well, um, the ideal person in in a lot of cases is a marketing person who cares a lot about SEO because as we've said a million times it should all combine together it, SEO is marketing at the end of the day and it, it joins up so well with so many different elements of digital marketing that realistically it, even if you're just a marketing ma- just a marketing manager <laughs> even if you are a marketing manager and you do SEO why shouldn't you also be an SEO do you know what I mean there shouldn't be yeah. a you around SEO if you're doing it in some form or another no one's ever going to be perfect at it. Exactly. And because I used to see it as a bit of like this big, scary word, like, oh, I'm an SEO person. I need to I need to know everything and, and stuff. But yeah, I think like, yeah, I think like you said, um, it doesn't need to, like you don't just have to have SEO in your title to be an SEO. Do you know what I mean? Like as long as you're doing it or um you're finding it interesting or you're taking yeah like it's come as part of the community we're a friendly bunch I suppose yeah definitely and I think that leads on nicely to the second point that if you aren't an all-rounder so if you don't do technical and content and outreach and and all the measurements and and python do you know what I mean any if you don't do everything that you can't be a really good SEO and you get imposter syndrome so 
there's so many different roles you've got like I say all-rounders who've usually done both you get technical SEO roles content SEO roles outreach and digital PR SEO roles and then analyst roles so it all of those should I can understand why you would get imposter syndrome about maybe say for example you do content and you aren't very strong at SEO doesn't mean that you should feel any sort of imposter syndrome you should embrace the things that yes I am really good at SEO still because what I do gets results you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if you don't get all of the results under the SEO umbrella, it's unlikely that anybody does. No. And uh, talking from sort of my experience, one area that I always want to like learn more about or feel like I, I, I'd love to get more involved is, is the technical side. Um, because I'm like, so my job title is um, SEO content executive. Um, so I'm, I'd say I'm very comfortable with the content side of things. But when it comes to technical, um, yeah, I'm, that's not so much my strength. But then that's when it's so great. Um, so with, within like Holland and Barrett, we've got like a, a team now, haven't we? And we all comp- complement each other. Um, and I think, I think that's a good point to say as well. Like I feel very fortunate because I am part of an SEO team because I have been in other roles where I've been the sole SEO person and that can be quite, not scary, um, scary is the wrong word, but the thing with us is we can talk about stuff together, can't we? And we have done, um, yeah, and I think that's, going back to your point about the community, I feel like you can ask questions on Twitter and not feel like a complete idiot because I think most people understand that not everybody knows everything and I think it's yeah. perfectly fine. Like take, for example, local, local SEO. So Claire Carlisle, who we absolutely Oh my love, gosh, fabulous is, woman. We love yeah. you, Claire. She's this queen of local. You know what I mean? She's absolutely wonderful. And I, in, in comparison to her knowledge on local, I've probably got like 0.2% of her knowledge. I've never really done it. So, well, not for like five years anyway. And things change so much with SEO. So mm. I can't still say that I'm a, I know local. I don't, not really. Do you know what I mean? So it, it but that, does that make me any less of an SEO? Because I don't no. know what area, do you know what I mean? Or several areas? I suppose it's like, it's like any other um, marketing discipline, isn't it? So say if we like comparing, I don't know, um, paid, social media to organic social media those are two very different things very different things because I've had experience in it and again if if you're more if you're day-to-day and you're more in the organic you're not going to know paid are you um mm. so just as like a comparison there you're not going to know everything and Bips who we've had on the show he he knows so much about technical because that's what he does that's what that's that's what he reads about that's what he's passionate about that's what he that's what he's working in um sort of thing so um so yeah um so if you uh so one term that I uh think is hilarious is there's always so many memes in the SEO industry about it depends when we are um get like if someone gives us if someone questions us um there is always the go-to well it depends (laughs) um but the thing here is um it can with that it can feel like we're not giving a straight confident answer um and therefore it could open up to people doubting us because we're all like because we're saying it depends all the time but 
the fact of the matter is, in SEO, it does depend because there are so many different factors that can, um, yeah, so many different factors that can affect um, how we do like things that happen in SEO. And like you said earlier, if like us SEOers, we don't know the ins and outs of Google's AI and what they're doing in their algorithm updates and stuff. Yes, our our friend John Mueller, um, he sort of helps us out a lot of the time. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the time, it's a bit of like testing and trialing. And we have to say it depends because there's lots of things. So for example, um, some of the some of the questions um, that often get like the it depends answer, but because it does depend is things like how long will it take to rank for X? When will we recover from like, so for example, uh, we've just had a Google algorithm core update haven't we um Mm -hmm. so yeah how long will it take to recover from that how do we be x in the rankings for x for (laughs) um, i'm going to say a word that's probably going to make you shudder uh forecast the difference between x will make um yes you can invest in x but what will the roi be what impact did x have so these are all very legitimate very good questions and stuff but there's so many different factors that that affect these different elements. Um, and with SEO, some of this we can prove, but a lot of it is good guessing, expert and analyzing, or just, or sometimes it, it does just depend, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And especially because Google keeps us guessing, which is my next point. So how are we supposed to say yes, we'll be at page one, position two by Christmas, if Google throws algorithm changes all over the place. So yeah. little ones now and then can make a, a difference, as can the big showstoppers like the one we've just had. So that is always in our minds as SEOs. So when people ask us questions like you were saying about how do we be our competitor in the rankings or, um, yes, we can invest in that, but what will the ROI be? We can say, based on where we are now, we like literally the here and, here and now, that it's never it's never just black and white so yeah how can we ever be confident in saying one thing or another knowing there's a chance google will change the course of absolutely everything we're saying at any given moment so again we can be forgiven for feeling like imposters by saying it depends for any of those things because it will always depend yeah definitely 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 um and another point to um uh I think this is going to be more of a mini rant, Hannah. <laughs> um, but when, and I, I don't know whether other marketing, I, I'm guessing other marketing areas feel like this, but especially in every, in SEO, everyone does seem to have an opinion, don't they? <laughs> yes. And sometimes it's like, why did you hire? Because like, yes, it's great that um, someone has an interest or they understand SEO then then that's great but sometimes it can feel like um I don't know um like in previous experience um it can feel like you're fighting yeah can't it when I was um before the amount of justification that you have to do sometimes yeah is and it's understandable because people who don't know anything about SEO 
do need a lot of background and they should have that background but it's yeah. when you get the people who think they know more than you and that yet they've still hired you to do a project for them or do exactly yeah but but there are definitely like we can it, like we can be com- confident about some areas so um some some things that um i've had experience in where it's been challenged is um for example we know that it's not a good idea to have no text on the home page mm-hmm. for example six h1s that's definitely not a great idea is it um three videos making our page load at 10 seconds yes there's this massive trend about people talking about videos videos are amazing get videos but what we also know is that um so we've got core web vitals coming in next year part of core web vitals is um page load time and page load and experience has always been important to google so Mm -hmm. Yes, videos is another way to consume content, but if it's making your page load speed, people are not even they're not going to stick around to see those videos. So we definitely know mm-hmm. that that's not that's not a good idea. Uh 200 word blogs, fucking I swore found <laughs> in the swear jar. Um 200 word blogs, what like I mean, no thanks. What value are you given with those 200 words? what like you could argue oh yes but it's a very niche long tail keyword we're like well is there much put like mm, yes anyway uh there's often someone challenging us so but there is things like that that we definitely know yeah and you can't Um, know I think I think that's the thing isn't it I think when it comes to it depends or yes or no sometimes to feel less of an imposter and to to I suppose feel confident in your decisions it is perfectly okay just to say no we're not (laughs) doing that because I know it's not a good idea I've had previous experience of it and it doesn't work that way also I can find you 17 articles that say why we shouldn't do that (laughs) 17 that's very precise number there Hannah Um, so I think uh, just to finish off this point, whatever type of company you work in, there's always someone who has done SEO for for a family member, like their uncle Roger, uh, and therefore they think they know um, it all better than we do because they've had experience, like they've done that. Um, and when you have to justify yourself and prove you know best, it's not only frustrating and you want to hit your head against a brick wall, it can make you think people don't have faith in your expertise. But um, yeah, um, so not I think not quite that they think you're an imposter, but it's along the same lines. Um, so I mean, it if you ever feel it. Aren't it? Huh? it can make you doubt yourself when someone yeah yeah and I mean I, I suppose it depends how you want to deal with that so you could have a conversation and say how that makes you feel or um I don't know like I bet most of the time people aren't malicious are they and people no. people probably just not thinking are they um but I suppose if you can always go back and back up and give reasons why I mean yes it's frustrating that you always have to do that but as long as you can then they they can't um question your experience and your expertise can they no and I think like you say it's probably not that they are questioning it it's just like how it can make you feel sometimes when yeah when there is actually something that you can say yes or no to and then somebody's like right okay that's not good enough (laughs) yeah it can be a bit um irritating I guess so yeah I think, and again, um, 
that leads on, and I think we keep making this point, but I think it's really important to keep making. We can't always explain things. So, yes, for example, if something's fluctuated, there can be so many different reasons. It could be that your competitors got loads better content. It could be that they've had just 500 links go into a piece of content. It could be that it's had so many clicks off of social media. It could be that they've done an email campaign that's really boosted stuff. Or it could be no reason whatsoever. And how are you supposed to know all of that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We can't see where our competitors are doing everything. Um, and we sometimes, if you're in a big company, you don't know everything your company's doing, never mind that other big company. So if you're doing like a monthly report or something and trying to explain why something's fluctuated, sometimes the best you can do, no matter how expert you are or not, is to say, all I can see is that it has fluctuated. You know, yeah. and this is yeah. the person who's gone above us and I don't know what they did to do it but this is what happened do you know what I mean and then yeah an action plan of whatever going forward so but unless the, the alternative is to spend the rest of the week trying to find out why and you'll probably never find out and then the week after it's changed back anyway yes and that's a key point isn't it like um we see uh, there's fluctuations all the time google's always changing up what they display on the set so it's just wasted time and energy isn't it really um and you're much better focusing on other things that you can have more control over or things that you can positively affect um do you reckon we should move on to giving some advice for some imposter syndrome i don't know what was my voice then but anyway moving on uh, should we give some advice? <laughs> yeah, I think what helps me and what I'd say to anybody, um, not because I don't ever have imposter syndrome or anything like that, like I'm not putting myself out there and saying that I don't have it. But I think what has helped me in the past is not being afraid to say no. So like we were saying earlier, if you're 99% certain that something won't work, say no and stand your ground. You don't want to waste time on these things if you can help it. You can always go and research it and decide that, that you are certain. But it's different to being not completely sure about something and saying yes. So there's less risk involved if you then, like I say, if you, if you go and research it and then you can say no for definite. But yeah, I think an important thing is saying no because it's just as good sometimes as when you say, yes, we can do that and it'll get us to position three on Google by saying no we definitely shouldn't do that because it can be damaging can get you the same level of respect with others but also in your own head r-e-s-p-e-c-t um and i get that moves on to um just being authoritative so like i say stand up for yourself when you are certain on something make sure you've got data to back it up if you've got the kind of person who you know is going to ask you yes but why make sure you've got that answer and if you're doing the thing you're fighting for has gained you sessions or revenue or index pages or links, make sure you say that, ideally with persistent yeah. uplifts and timeframes to really hammer the point home. So be authoritative, make sure you feel as prepared as you possibly can be when making this point by having all the data and don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Yes, stand your ground. I'm feeling very sassy. um but yeah Um, my advice is um so a couple of points here the seo community is i think we've said it before but like the seo community out there is so lovely and helpful and 
like any time that I've been a bit stuck on something or I want to ask someone's opinion on something, um, my go-to place is Twitter because um, the SEO community on there is like, they're on it. They're on it. Like whenever I have a question, they're back at you quite, quite soon. So you have the SEO community there that you can reach out to because yeah, um, I've always thought that we're quite supportive of one another. So you've got that in your arsenal. Um, remember that you can't be expected to know everything. Again, I think we've sort of already said that, but I just want to re- reiterate. Um, I've been working in SEO for, uh, well, I think I started about 2012. So what's that like, eight years? Um, and even now, new challenges pop up for me. And the point is, it's impossible for someone to have had experience in absolutely everything. I think we've said this on a on a previous episode, isn't it? Like, there's some things where you've, it's not come up in your job before, so you haven't got experience in it. Yeah. Um, but the great thing about SEO is you can usually find some sort of answer or solution. Do you know what I mean? There's Absolutely. always something that you can find. Um, and you can do migration. Like you, there's always going to be something out there that will tell you exactly yeah. what you need to do so that you've got a baseline idea. Even so, if you don't even speak to anyone else about it. Yeah, so you can either research it yourself, um, listen to the SEOSAS podcast. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Because <laughs> um, you are listening, hopefully, already. Anyway, I digress. Um, or having a conversation with someone. Um, one awesome thing about this podcast is it's opened up like we've had awesome conversations with lots of different people, but you don't need to have a podcast for that, do you? Like no. one when COVID is over um, and conferences can happen again, get you like get yourself to them and have conversations with people. Um, yeah, and then my last point is it's a not one it's not a one sits one size fits all. <laughs> That's a flimming mouthful. <laughs> SEO is not a one size fits all for all businesses and industries. So what works well for one business and industry doesn't work well for another. What I would always recommend is SEO is all about testing and trying things out. And as long as you track, measure, and you can revert changes. So if you try something and it has a negative impact, if you've got a record of what it was before, you can always change it back sort of thing. So yeah. Cool. Are you ready for a feature? I am ready for a feature. Can I? Are we feeling that we've um, got some things off our chest? I yeah. feel like that. That's why I feel like we need the lighthearted bit now. Just to just yes. round it off and persuade everyone that we're not angry people and we're nice, happy, lovely people. <laughs> we are nice, lovely, but we're not to be messed with at the same time. No, joking. <laughs> Okay, so today's feature is in relation to imposters. So I want you to tell me, this is, by the way, data is from kidspot.com. And I want you to tell me which are the real celebrity baby names and which are the imposters. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I'm on this. <laughs> so 12, there's 12 altogether, partly because um, there were six true ones that I really wanted to use. So I was like, right, I'm going to have to do six right. ones as well. So are you ready? Go, hit me. 1902. <laughs> um, yes, isn't that Tesla's baby? <laughs> uh, can I tell you at the end? Yes, you can. Um, ocean. Yes. Aroma spirit. No. 
boom? No. Blue Angel. Yes. Princess Tiami. Yes. Sahara Queen. <laughs> I am the queen. Um, no. Sage Moonblood. <laughs> yes. Why not? Feather Mouse. No. Blue Bell Madonna. Yes. Moon Unit. <laughs> no, that's no. That sounds like something from IKEA. <laughs> Base Quake. Oh, I mean, what does that even mean? Yes. Okay, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine out of twelve right. Oh, okay. It's like you were so on the website ones? or something. Huh? It's like you were on the website or something. I wasn't, but I know. Right. So which ones were right and which ones were like, which ones are real names and which ones are fake names? Okay. So 1902, you said that was real. That's false. I swear. Right. Can I just have a quick Google? No, um, because it's been a long enough podcast as it is and we'll lose people. So no. <laughs> I know. I guess one, no, because he's got a funny child's name. And it's something like numbers. Okay, I'm going to go through the rest while you're Googling. No, I've got it. I've got it. So his baby name is X, a weird symbol, A slash 12. And apparently... His name is 1902. Well, okay. Let's start with your sass here. (laughs) It was something like that. Um, But yeah, I knew... Yeah, but anyway. So, yeah. So I knew Ocean, what's had Sorry, I'm moving on. Ocean <laughs> is the son of Forrest Whitaker. Right. He said yes, that was correct. Aroma Spirit was false, that was correct. Boom was false, that was correct. Really thought you'd go for that one. Who's Blue Boom? Angel is correct and is the daughter of the Edge from U2. Okay. Princess Tiami is correct and is the daughter of Katie Price and Peter Andre. Yes. Sahara Queen is false, and you said false. Sage Moonblood is correct, which you said correct. He is the son of Sylvester Stallone. Right. Feather Mouse is false, and you said that, so that's correct. Blue Bell Madonna, you said, was correct, and it is correct. And that's the daughter of Jerry Halliwell. Moon Unit, you said, was false, but she is actually the daughter of Frank Zappa. So he got any probably apologize for offending him with their Hang on. With his false name and laughing. But has he got any um connection with IKEA? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like, oh, t- check out my new moon unit? Oh, where did you get that from? IKEA. <laughs> no? And then the last one was Base Quake, and you said that was true and it was false. Okay, so it didn't do too bad then. You did really well. That was I enjoyed that one. I obviously, um, I obviously quite good. This could be my mastermind subject, couldn't it? Like, it could, yes. Celebrities, bizarre children's names. Mm-hmm. Did you make up the the ones, the fake ones? Of course. Oh my god! Well, if you and like Dom have children, I am excited for their names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Base quake and boom. <laughs> They're on the top of the list. Boom Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Please do that. That'd be hilarious. 
Oh, right. Um, that brings us to an end of this week's SEOSES podcast. Um, yes, I feel I feel like that was a good one, and I hope this one, this subject, will sort of like really resonate with people. What did you say? Nothing. You definitely said a word. I said just said resonate. I was like, you. Oh, sorry. Then you got there all on your own. It's like you don't need me anymore now. You've got this second podcast. <laughs> I'm getting better at them words. <laughs> Hannah, how can people get in touch with us if they want to? Email us hello at seospodcast.com. Find us on Twitter seo underscore sas or Sarah is at sarah mcd uk or sarah mcduck if you want to remember it a bit better and i am seo sas hannah awesome source we're both on linkedin as well um and then the only other thing that i would say if you're not subscribed to us yet come on now i think it's time subscribe (laughs) share the love um and yes if you want to give us a review that would make our day as well can i just um, say a really quick oswald update so our earlier yes. thing about how his paw was um semi hurt in a game of um play with the, the hair clip he's now curled up on the bed looking like the happiest cutest little fuzzball in the world oh how adorable just thought that would be good it would i'm just i i love oswald He's a beautiful cat. Okay, I think that's it then. Yes, it is. Sorry, just having, I had a moment then just thinking of the fluffiness of Oswald and I got, (laughs) um, yeah, uh, I got sidetracked. Uh, But yes, thank you very much for joining us. Um, Yes, um, if you, yeah, um, but until next week, I suppose. (laughs) Bye. Bye.